Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They are Mike Grabham and Justin Goff, and they're next. And now, from the legendary Studio B, so you're in Seattle with Gregor. It's not entirely a new phenomenon, but it's one that seemed to blow up over the last Christmas holiday, I felt like. It's package theft. I think back to a simpler time, the 1980s, New Mexico, when my aunt never locked her front door because the idea of theft seemed outrageous, or at the very least unlikely. That time has shipped off to some shelf in some museum of happy ideology, free admission. It's too bad, though, really. Talk to Mike and Justin. They've got a plan to help turn that around. Gentlemen, good whatever it is now time on the internet. Good time on the internet. <laughs> Thank time. you for joining me today. Hi there. It's Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. How you and doing? Justin. Hey there. Hey now. Uh, thanks for coming in today and hanging out with us to talk about this. Now, what we're talking about today specifically is a thing called the package guard. And I saw this on Cairo 7 a few, like a month ago. They did a feature on this. And I was like, thank God, finally somebody is going to do something about all the stupid package theft that I'm reading about and all the poor people that are getting victimized by this because we are intrinsically trusting people to leave the stuff that's ours on our property. And it's naive, I guess, in this day and age to do that, but it happens. Now, before we start, I want to know, I'm guessing that this maybe came about because somebody got some packages ripped off <laughs> yes, from there. Absolutely. Well, Mike, was that you? Yeah, absolutely. What happened, yeah. man? Tell me the story. So um, my wife and I have a nonprofit. It's called uh, Survive the Streets, and uh, we've been doing that for 15 years, or actually 16 years here in Seattle. Um, and we get a bunch of boxes delivered every around Thanksgiving every year because yeah. we order a lot of stuff, right? Well, one year... Actually, uh, f- the November of 14, we ordered, you know, normal stuff, and we didn't realize we had a box stolen, a box of coats stolen. It took us about four days to even realize it was stolen because we had so much stuff coming to our house. We didn't realize that this one specific box actually got stolen. So I was like, holy crap, there's got to be a way. Now, those coats, those were for you to wear around yeah, in yeah, the yeah, fashion exactly. show, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. They're for, but they're, <laughs> for the homeless. Oh, my they're for the homeless. That's for the, our, our survival streets. That's what we do. We, we provide gear for the warm weather gear for the homeless every year, right? And we do a, we do a big drive, and we do it on Thanksgiving Day. So we have all this gear we're collecting up to Thanksgiving Day. So obviously we get boxes shipped to our house and lots of boxes during that time. And, you know, a box got stolen and I just, I was like, crap, there's got to be a way, right, to, to fix that. And and uh, honestly, I just got pissed off about it. Yeah. So as, it's as, like, this, this just isn't cool, right? As lots of us have seeing, uh, seeing the stories on the internet and stuff of just person after person that installs camera equipment onto their porch or whatever and they just have to go back and watch through this footage of people walking away with well, their stuff and you know what's what's interesting about that is you do it casually the thieves are still they don't they know that nothing's going to happen to them right. they walk up very casually they pick up the package and walk back casually there's no alarm there's no 
anything. Sure. I mean, I just read a story just this morning, and, and, I, and I posted it on my Kickstarter update. Just this morning, a person in San Diego who was out of town watched someone steal a package on his phone. Yeah. Couldn't do a thing about it. The technology's there now where you can live stream it yeah. and you know what's going on. It and couldn't do a thing. You just have to be the victim in that case. So The other, okay. the other thing, too, is the thieves see the camera and so they just shield their face from it and you know it's yeah, I'm gonna do an act out here that you can't see on the uh, yeah. on the put podcast the, or whatever the hoodie. I'm just gonna put my hood up draw <laughs> yeah. it closed a little bit and now I'm kind of anonymous yeah, yeah. I'm now, the now you're on, incognito man. so I'm six foot five so it's probably a little easier <laughs> to Justin how did you get involved with Mike here are you also the victim of some package theft um, I've never been the victim of a package theft but uh, Mike Mike hosts uh, a monthly um, a startup series where he interviews really interesting people. And uh, I went like uh, a lot of other people that were, you know, uh, starting their businesses. And I wanted to pitch the guy that he was interviewing. And uh, once the interview was over, 200 other people had the exact same idea. <laughs> and I saw Mike standing over there. And I'm like, you know, that's probably the guy I should be talking to. And I talked to Mike and said, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, this interesting company. I need some advice, and we started meeting up for coffee probably once every couple months, and he just kind of helped me through the the progress of my company, and when that was done, um, he had this idea, this invention, and he needed help with it, and I said, you know, this is something that I think is an unbelievable idea. Let me help. So That's so awesome, man, and so are you like, would you consider yourself an inventor or an entrepreneur? Or? I, I guess I'm more of an entrepreneur. I've always, uh, you know, I was the kid selling, buying, you know, 24 packs of soda in fifth grade and selling them <laughs> on the playground, so, you know, um, I've always been a guy just hustling. Attention to the Coca-Cola bottlers, that disregard. Yeah. Um, what's, what's interesting, though, is that he failed to mention is that he owned a delivery company. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so his company that he was working with and the idea that he was working with is a, actually a delivery company. So his background of what he knows is is great for what we're doing. Did you see how long that took for, to go through the gears in my head right there? It took me like 30 seconds of like listening to be like, delivery. why is that important? I'm like, oh, because we're talking about the package guard. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, this coffee I'm drinking could not come sooner. Let me go soon enough rather. Yeah. So that's fascinating. Okay, so what's this? What's the series that you're that you're doing? Oh, that, so that sounds cool. Yeah, so this, the, it's called Startup Grind. Uh, I've been doing it almost four years here in Seattle. Yeah. Literally every single month, I've never missed a month. I interview some smart person. Like last night, last month, I interviewed Bruce Pavitt uh, and Adam yeah. Farish, uh, who do eight stem. Bruce Bruce Pavitt, who's the old you know, my sub pop guy. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're the, this this crowd might know. Yeah, from they might know that. And one, so yeah. what's the new thing they're doing? So so they're doing a, a company called Eight Stem. Uh, and they're just, just, I mean, like when I say just, like in the next probably few weeks, releasing their beta for that for that program. It's really interesting, extremely interesting. So he was, he, those two were my guests last night. So I interviewed them in front of you know seventy five to hundred people, which is I normally an audience that I that I have uh, for Startup Grind, and it's it's a speaker series that is. You know, it's it's great because I get to talk to really interesting people on a monthly basis. That's fantastic. Startup Grind. Where do where do the where do the conversations happen? Uh, they happen at Galvanize uh, down in Pioneer Square. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we're, we're down there. Like I said, last Tuesday of every month, we're down there. Uh, and I'm interviewing some smart person, uh, man or woman, uh, usually CEO, founder, maybe a money person, uh, but always very interesting uh, you know, background of what they're working on or building. Oh, that sounds yeah. fantastic. Do, yeah. you, do you learn stuff for your own ideas? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> self-serving? Yeah, it's totally self-serving. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm selfish you know, in the way that I'm, you know, I've started several companies myself, so I'm an entrepreneur at every inch of my body as an entrepreneur. So 
I'm asking questions of the stuff that I want to know from what they've done because that's really what we're trying to get you know trying to get across in that startup grind event is what do you what decisions have you made and how can you teach somebody in the audience you know from your experience so maybe they can have a shorter path to their success. Well, I'm curious. Like, I'm interested in becoming an entrepreneur myself, and so mm-hmm. I'm curious. Do you have a background in business? Did you go to school for this? Did you figure it out on your way? Well, how did it all well, work? Well, I like Justin. I was that early kid, you know, selling T-shirts. Right? I had a T-shirt business when I was, you yeah. know, fourteen, fifteen. A painting business. I mean, I've always been. In, I had some business in my literally since I've been about sixteen years old. So yeah, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I did, you know, I did go to school. I, I have an MBA. I've started several businesses. I've sold a couple. I've failed. You know, I've lost money. I've raised money. I've done all that stuff that entrepreneurs do, and it's brutal. It's really hard. Yeah. It's never easy, no matter how smart or how great your idea is. Uh, but it's it's uh, this is what I do. I mean, I'm not so sure my wife likes it all the time, but <laughs> this is what I do. Stressful. Yes. It gets yes. a little wake. So, uh, Justin, you were going to these startup grind events, or did you just happen to come across it because of this one person? Well, there was uh, there was one person. Um, specifically, he was a very active angel investor in the community, you know, with a a couple months, you know, uh, my co-founder and I had a couple months under our belts of our company. And we said, this is the guy that's going to take us to the next level. He was like early at Amazon. He was early at Facebook. You know, he's the type of guy that just wears shorts and sandals for the rest of his life and doesn't care. (laughs) Um, And, and, uh, and like I said, you know, we, we got there, the idea was to pitch this guy. And, and, uh, the, the interesting thing is, um, you know, we didn't pitch him. We met Mike, um, and we ended up meeting him and pitching him later. One of the guys that I was talking to in the the, the networking before the event um, just snuck around the corner afterwards to grab a cigarette. The speaker who Mike was interviewing was grabbing a cigarette too to get away from the crowd. And this, they just had a real conversation. And, and this random person I met was like, "Yeah, you should check out uh, this guy Justin's company." we ended up talking to him a week later. So it all worked out, you know. And the thing we've learned here is that smoking pays, kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that is it. <laughs> Nothing bad has ever happened for people smoking. <laughs> a side note, smoking is terrible for you. Don't smoke. Yes, don't ever smoke. Um, that's uh, But that's fantastic. It's uh, just a little crossing paths. you got to put yourself into positions to right. have the opportunity. you got to be oh, yeah. aware uh, of yourself and just go out and try it is kind of what I'm actually taking away from it. Opportunity cost, man. you always got to put yourself out there to... to you, you got to create the opportunity. You just don't know where it's going to show up sometimes. That's so cool, man. Uh, I, I know that like a lot of people start a business with like a kind of a short-term plan in mind. Like It's like a five-year turnaround. <laughs> sure. Like When you start to end, if it's successful and you want to be out in five years. That seems so counterintuitive to me because I would only want to start businesses that I like love and want to see go on forever, which it sounds like you might have the previous approach, not my latter take on it. Well, I mean, I think it depends on the thing you're starting. Yeah. Um, because some some businesses or projects are are very personal. Yeah, like this is very personal to me because it happened, and I know I see it happening to literally thousands and millions. Yeah, over of the people. holidays, you just watch the news, and every yeah. day it's this person. Yeah. Here's more footage of what yeah, package yeah. thieves are doing. So it's very personal. It's like you know, this is this is it's the crime is so stupid, simple to commit. Yeah, it's just so easy to commit that it's like there's got to be something to 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 you know at least defend the, 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 the harmless package sitting there on your porch, right? Yeah, no, we haven't even talked about it at all. We're just, we just keep saying the package guard or whatever, and I'm holding it here in my hands, and yeah. it looks like uh, looks like about a Frisbee, yeah. uh, about Frisbee size, something that at a 4th of July party once upon a time, I filled up with beer and drank the whole thing. It's 50 ounces that'll fit into really? a Frisbee, for the record, if you're, <laughs> if you care if about you're looking to cause some trouble. But it's, um, it's a plastic disc 
like almost like a discus or something like that, or a frisbee, yeah. and it says on the top, it's round, it's white, it says on the top, green paint written in white, place package here. So it seems pretty self-explanatory. Tell us the concept here behind the package guard and what you're hoping to achieve with it. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really a simple, simple uh, concept. So uh, as you described it, Gregor, it, you know, it, it has a non-skid top. That one is not non-skid, but the one will have a non-skid <laughs> sure. top. Um, so it helps keep the package there. But what happens is you place that on your front porch or wherever you get packages. Uh, you can actually attach it to your porch if you want to. Um, and if... That way, if someone doesn't just steal the package guard yeah, and the package exactly okay, at got the it, same yeah. time, right? Because that's what most people think. Well, so can you take them both? Well, you really couldn't because it's actually attached to your floor. But if you did lift it up, we have an accelerometer in there in the device, which actually the alarm would go off if you pick the device up. So there's really no way to steal the device without the alarm going off. Okay, gotcha. Um, so once you Amazon or UPS, whoever drops packages on there, and it doesn't necessarily have to be perfectly placed in the middle. Just just touch the device, honestly. Okay. Uh, it's just a weight-sensitive device. Yeah, because you don't want to count on the guy that's in a hurry or the gal that's in a hurry delivering yeah. your package to get it centered just perfectly and balanced. It and, can yeah. be leaning on it, right? Yeah. It's good enough. Okay. Uh, so once that happens, then obviously you would get a text and an email and a phone message saying, hey, you've got a package. You can also include your neighbors. So if Justin and I are your neighbor yeah. and you, you want us to know about it because maybe we're home and we can pick it up for you, then, sure. then we get the alert as well. You can include us as a choice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so my, like the package gets delivered. It gets put on package guard. I get a notification on my phone of whatever methodology yep. I choose, and it sure. says, hey, dummy, your package is here. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then so it's there. It's fine. Now, if someone would come by and pick it up that's not authorized, yeah. <laughs> the thief... Uh, it turns into a really loud alarm. It's like your smoke alarm in your house. The minute the package, the minute the very second it is lifted up off that device, yeah. the alarm goes off. And it's a, as you said, it's about eleven inches in diameter, so it's not very big. So most packages will actually cover it. So when the when the thief picks it up, he's going to be extremely surprised that it's even there. One, um, but two, it's going to go off. And again, this is a deterrent. Some thieves will continue to take their package, just like they continue to break in your car, even though your car alarm's going off. Sure. But many thieves will turn around and start to run because, it's one, it's a big surprise, and two, now they've been alerted, their neighborhood's been alerted that, hey, something's going wrong in this, on this porch. So instead of casually walking on and casually walking off with your package, there, that is no longer going to happen. Okay, well, I've got a I've got a bad kitty. Okay, he's a he's he's the sweetest kitty ever, but he loves a box. Like, sure. cause cats love boxes. That's the thing. And so, if I put the box on top of here, and Kitty Shaggy comes out and jumps on the box and sits there, and then when he's done, he kicks off, and the package goes off the thing. It's going to set off an alarm. What aren't, aren't your neighbors going to murder you for having an alarm going off until you get home from work? Like, <laughs> no, you you there there is there is. So when it goes off, yeah, obviously you get the alarm. You get an alert saying it's going off. You just hit off with the reply and it goes off. Okay. Now if you're if you're not around your phone and it it's just going off, it will only go off for seven minutes. Oh, okay. We've got a timer on it. So it will not go off forever. Okay, great, because there's the guy in my neighborhood mm-hmm. whose car alarm goes off every 45 minutes, and then yeah. it goes on for 30 minutes and shuts off and then comes back. And it it's won't like- do that. It's, it's going to go for seven minutes, and we, we've actually just basically got customer feedback to say, how, how long do you think is too long, yeah. and how long do you think is, is long enough? 
Let me tell you, I uh, I performed a Rubik's Cube solve. It's something I do. I can, I've competed at Rubik's Cubes, and I was showing some officers how to do that the other day, and they were looking at me with no humor. And uh, about 25 seconds in, it felt like it was about 11 minutes. And so <laughs> seven minutes for a thing to go off is going to be plenty of time, especially yeah. if the crook's going to run or do yeah, anything Yeah, I mean, it. they're going to uh, – again, it's it's a theft deterrent. It's 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 to scare people off. Uh, and and then, you know, we've got other things that we can do as well that, you know, we're, we're working on. So. We, well, the you know the other thing is it also connects to your home Wi-Fi, and just like your iPhone or your Android phone, and and when an update gets pushed over to your phone, we can do the same thing to our device, and so we can take feedback and we can make it better as it goes along. Oh, just cool. like anything that anything in your home that's internet connected, you know, you know, old thermostats, you know, just sat there on the wall and did nothing. Now your new Nest thermostat is always getting better and it's always doing something, and and that's where we see the package guard going. Something what's that called? The Internet of Things? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. IoT. Okay, that's so cool. So, I mean, effectively, you've got a thing here that'll yell at people when they try and steal your stuff. Absolutely. Now, when the package gets delivered, do you have to, like, effectively accept that it's been delivered, or is it ready to be armed as soon as some weight is put down on top of it? Yeah, so there's a there's a delay. Okay. And the reason the delay there is so fluffy, yeah. doesn't walk on it and just set it off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or actually, when I was doing some just va- customer validation early on, I actually stepped on it by accident. Yeah. And like, and it went off. I'm like, oh, we can't have that. Take so a note and- take note, right? Okay. So we realized. That, so actually, there's a timer, which again, we're still debating on how long this is going to last. But it's probably going to be about 15 to 30 seconds before the alarm activates, because we again, we don't want a dog or a cat or yourself touching it and, and going off immediately. So once the, the 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 box or whatever is sitting there for at least amount of time, maybe 15 or 30 seconds, then it will be activated. To compare that thought, it would be like the power button on my iPhone. I'm not just going to touch it and the thing's going to turn off. I have to right. hold it down and get Same until concept. it's ready to go. Same concept. And then, just, like, just like any scale in your bathroom. You know, you stand on it and you have that. It has to get a consistent reading for X number of seconds. Then it displays. So it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a really, you know, it's a really dumbed-down version of a bathroom scale. <laughs> now, how yeah. smart does it get? Because, you know, we've all seen the... I don't know, maybe it's Indiana Jones and the oh, Crystal yeah, Skull yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to take one thing off and replace it with the other <laughs> yeah. and have it be just the right weight or whatever. Sure. I mean, is that overthinking it? Is that kind of going beyond what you're trying to accomplish? Theoretically, it's possible. <laughs> but also remember, though, there was a gigantic boulder that was chasing Indiana Jones out of that cave. He did not do it right. Have yeah. you guys thought about having a boulder be attached to the system? <laughs> yeah. Here, down. Here's, that's, here's, that's version two. Gregor, here's ah. the idea. Here's the idea, the best idea that we've heard uh, so far. When the package is lifted, yeah. instead of an alarm, or in, in lieu of, or in, in addition to the alarm, a net falls from the ceiling. <laughs> I was thinking about a, having a terrifying Boston Terrier <laughs> <laughs> growl at you when, you when you pick it up. I feel like people would run away from that. Yeah, so a net comes flying from the ceiling and, and captures the, the thief. Uh, except for when it's the UPS guy, and he's like, wait, hold on, I delivered the wrong package, and then you've trapped him at your house. <laughs> Take that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for the sound effects, but I'm also a big fan of the pew, pew, pew. having a laser system set up. So no, no one's getting away from this one. Maybe it could be set to stun. I don't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, that's a could thing, be, right? Could be possible. A, I mean, there's there's lots of things we can do. I mean, we we're you know we can interface with a video camera, obviously. So you know the the video camera can take the, again when the package is placed there and 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 when it's removed, we can get a video, <sighs> and we can auto post that. I mean, there's lots of things we can do kind of v2 version two there's also some interesting stuff with with 911 where you can some municipalities are allowing a text message to act as a 911 call so not saying this is something that we can do up front but you know what if 
a text message could go to the 911 dispatch. It's not going to say it's an emergency, but it's going to tell whatever officer in that area, hey, just be on alert. A package theft is in this area. Yeah. And then, you know, did we save that package? You know, maybe not at that point, but maybe the police in the area are now alerted. Then they can find the person who's wandering around. Because that's how effective data points work. If you can collect enough data points and you can make a better judgment about something and then Mm -hmm. correct for it. So, yeah. So I guess if if the in theory if the neighborhood was a point where lots of packages were getting ripped off because there's these things all over right. then they wouldn't have a better reporting sense and it wouldn't just be some old lady being like crime has gone up in my neighborhood it's <laughs> well, like yeah, actually data this theft is not a highly reported crime sure because it's, it's so much paperwork and such a headache to get nothing back pain in the ass yeah. right yeah. It, it, and, it, and for it, most well for most small things amazon you know amazon will just send you a new one you know they're the really the, the the person losing out is amazon um you know if you're listening, Amazon investors, make sure to invest in the package guard. <laughs> the, other, the other thing, as we started looking into the the crime statistics, it, there, this is is whether you're stealing, um, you know, uh, you're a cat burglar and you're stealing jewelry, you know, out of someone's house in the middle of the night, or you're stealing a package off their porch. It's all one crime considered theft. So they don't, you know, they know what's going up anecdotally, but it's not being tracked. And you know, it's it's one of those things that. It's just affecting everyone. Everyone knows that it's affecting them. You know, we, we ran a poll on Nextdoor, the the app where, you know, that, uh, you know, that crazy neighbor in your neighborhood is on. Yeah. Um, and, and we found that, you know, 60 to 70% of people either have had this happen to them or someone, you know, in their close circle, friends or family. And it's it's only going to go up. We've all seen it on the internet at the very, at yeah, the very yeah, least. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then to uh, and then my kooky family that's at home worrying about everyone trying to get them is now worried that any package that comes is going to be a signal for the robbers yeah. to show up at their house. And so this is a great idea just for the peace of mind deterrence, if nothing else, to have that. Yeah, we had one customer, uh, actually two customers now that have emailed us and say, hey, we don't really want the alarm. We just want to know when our package is there. And when it's, That's all. We, we just want to alert. Yeah, brilliant. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, what, what what happens when I'm just throwing a bunch of what ifs at sure. you, and I'm sure you've had all of these and can and can <laughs> navigate all of it. But I'm thinking to myself, like, oh man, the uh, uh, the my, my better half gets her Vega mix, vegan vitamin stuff or whatever that shows up. Okay, and that they put that there, and then I get my package of Rubik's cubes, and that's from USPS instead. So they're dropping it on top. Mm-hmm. Is are you able to have that type of kind of stacked? Yeah, you can stack. Three or four or five packages on there, and it won't it won't confuse it by having different things put no, on. No, because it at it's weight times. sensitive, right? Yeah, it's weight sensitive, so it's just going to know that there's more weight on it. Yeah. Now, if it, if there's a weight reduction, yeah, it goes off. Okay. So if you just take the one box off the top, and there was three, it's still going to go off because it, it's just sen- it's just sensing there's less weight on me. Have you had any conversations with any big companies about? implementing this like you know i'm a ups or uh, ups customer i have a login and everything and like is anyone interested in perhaps setting something like this up so they get their own peace of mind too from it so i won't say who sure but there there we've we've had uh, some emails back and forth with uh, one of the larger providers of you know of what you would think because yeah. it seems like there's a large amount of peace of mind that everyone gets, kind of like a shared system if the Internet of Things takes over here and lets us know. Because I want that alert because I have to have it now. I li- we live in this <laughs> fear of missing out society where I'm like, not only do I need my package in two days, which is now way too long, but also I need yeah. to know the second it shows up. But if I get home from work and my package still isn't there, where the hell is it? Like, I want that moment that it gets there to know that yeah. that's happening. Yeah, I mean, and Amazon's doing a pretty good job of that, right? I mean, for the most part... You know, most of us get our, our alerts 
Uh, I gotta set that up. I don't get any alerts when stuff gets delivered. I just see it when it goes out, not when it actually is successfully dropped off. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, again, this was the second thing I posted in this update this morning uh, to the Kickstarter backers was um, one of our backers down in Kent, his, um, his wife, who was out of town, had ordered a TV, fairly large TV. Oh, my God, yeah. Right? So it was delivered. It was sitting on the front porch of, the, of their house. Uh, husband gets home, doesn't know it's on the front porch, oh. pulls into the garage. Sure. Doesn't, would, doesn't go to the front porch. Right? Yeah, it's like I don't check. I live in an apartment. I don't check my mail, but once every three or four days, right. especially so, down there. So he doesn't know there's a TV on the front porch. So he gets up the next morning, and he's a firefighter. So he's getting ready to leave for 48 hours. Yeah. Well, he just happened to realize there's a white box on the front porch. Oh, thank God. And like, because what happened was the notification that his wife normally gets never showed up. They still showed the package in delivery and it just showed up early. So there we go, right? It's just, that's yeah. luck, luckily that if he would have had the package guard, he would have got a notification and he, you know, because him and his wife, everyone would have been notified that, hey, he's got a package. So he could have just picked it up. And that's one of those cases where you also tell the neighbor, like, hey, I'm going to include you on this because if you see it coming, I'd appreciate if you kept an eye out or whatever it is. Um, That's so fascinating. Now, what about the manufacturing of this? I don't know if you've ever done any product before, if you've ever made a thing before, but how is, like, you told me this is 3D printed. How is 3D printing changing the game? And what are the kind of the, maybe the unexpected things or even the expected things that go along with manufacturing your own product? Yeah, so, Gregor, I have not did a hard piece of, you know hard device yet this is the first time i've done lots of software companies and lots of lights of service companies i've just never done a hard hard uh, product company um so this is the first time so i've learned a lot in the last you know year about manufacturing uh you know i've talked to a couple manufacturers actually three manufacturers over in china about producing this uh you know we just 3d printed this prototype because it's easy and it's it's you know you can do it tomorrow <laughs> right yeah. um so so yeah so 3d printing is really amazing for this low volume kind of stuff it really is i mean gregor you if you had something that was somewhat designed i mean in, in a week i could go down and we could go down and print that thing out man and it is truly amazing what you can do now Did you see the thing with a kid who studied his own teeth made an animation for how he wanted mm-hmm. them to look and then he 3d printed his own invisalign yeah I mean, yeah, for for like four dollars. Yeah, he went to his school's three <laughs> D really? lab, and he yeah. like so he ran an animation program. Here's how my teeth are now, and here's how I want them to be. And it's a he like did all the research into orthodontics, and mm-hmm. he said, okay, so it's like a twelve Invisalign process. I'm sure they hate me for using their name, like, <laughs> right. calling all pop coke, you know. Um, but uh, and then he said, here's the here's the animation, and here's like the shortest distance so that way you don't have to like do a whole ton of like crazy movement and then he just printed his own Invisalign from a mold he made of his own teeth mm-hmm. and then put them in and you know whatever six twelve months later he had straight teeth yeah. really and yeah, he we, did it himself for yeah we, for less than 20 bucks yeah for like one percent of the orthodontic bill <laughs> yeah, it's crazy thousand dollars typically to do it and so like i can only imagine that for a guy like you or you that has an idea Oh, that you want to do? Might as well just go three D print. Yeah, I mean it's amazing what you can do now uh, in the last say four or five years that what you couldn't five years ago and just yeah. create produce, producing products. It's just so much easier, so much cheaper to create like this prototype. I mean, it's you know I didn't spend fifty thousand dollars to get this far. Now, granted, I spent a fair amount of money, but some of that's legal, some of that's other things. But the device actually material cost of that is pretty small. You don't have to get like a mold made or a stamp or anything like that and have it done. You can just input some... Now, the mold, that's one of the things we're running the Kickstarter 
campaign for is that mold because it is expensive when you want to produce mass produce a, a device like this right well it's interesting because uh, that's where i wanted to get with this actually there's the kickstarter you can find and the ev- more information and everything is thepackageguard.com thepackageguard.com is where you can go find out more the kickstarters there and whatnot yep. have you done kickstarting before no this is no. the first because <laughs> again you don't have a physical product yeah this is the first time We've, uh, that, we, I have some friends that have done successful products, so on Kickstarter or, or projects. Yeah. And, and they've, uh, you know, they gave us some wisdom, you know, <laughs> completely unrelated to what we're doing. But, uh, but yeah, just, it, it's a, it's a great opportunity to really put it out in the market. We get so much feedback from people and things we never thought of, which we're now solving those problems, which, you know, 10 years ago, we would have had to produce 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 units, try and sell them, and then realize, oops, we have a problem. And hope that Billy Mays, rest in peace, gets involved, wants to, picks up on your product and <laughs> yeah, wants yeah. to push it out there, because otherwise, how are you ever going to get the, exactly. the, the startup to be yeah, able to yeah. do that? Yeah, I mean, it it's, it's truly is uh, that the Kickstarter, we've learned a lot. I mean, again, we both have friends that have done it and been successful. What's it uh, like? Is it is it challenging? Is it Challenging uh, is understatement. It's hard. <laughs> It's really hard. I really underestimated how hard it is. I thought, you know, we launch Kickstarter, we email all of our friends, post a couple updates, bing, bang, boom, you know, we're done. Well, what, and, what are the challenges? Like, I, I guess I don't even know what to expect if you ran a Kickstarter. Like. Well, let, let's start out from the very the beginning. You, you do what Justin and I did. And, and, you know, both of us fairly, you know, we have a fairly large network. I mean, I have a lot of friends and, you know. He's very popular. So, I mean, but. It just that's not enough, right? I mean, it's just not enough, and you have to be smart about how you engage those people. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just spamming them, right? So, and, and there's there's PR opportunities, you know, because again, with this device, it is a problem that everyone sees. It's not complicated. It's really simple. So there's a lot of people who are like, oh, hey, great idea, and they want to talk to you. And so it is. It's just a lot of a lot of things a lot of moving parts that we just didn't expect i'm a radio guy and obviously and um (laughs) i saw this thing on kickstarter a year ago and it was one of those tiny little mason jars no more than four ounces let's say and the lid you got these parts that you built into the lid and it became a little fm radio with a little speaker in it it was the coolest thing ever right and i was like that is the coolest thing ever i'm a radio guy not gonna get it I can't imagine what the challenge is for getting people to be like, that's a great idea. Have fun. Like, how to, like, bridge that gap between, like, that's a great idea. I should put my own money into that. Like, how do you break that down? You know, it's it's not even the challenge of the of for, for me personally. It's not the challenge of of getting someone to to back the project. That the hard part is waking up every day to. I mean, this is a pretty polarizing product. I mean, fifty percent of the people fifty percent of people think it's the greatest. Like this is this should have been made ten years ago, and fifty percent think it's the dumbest idea ever. And so you know, every day, like you see those comments. Like if, if we had a post on Reddit, uh, uh, our mutual friend, yeah, uh, uh, Aaron Cobb, Aaron Cobb, posted on Reddit and. Uh, you know, normally in the sleepy, you know, uh, uh, our Kickstarter channel, you know, you get one upvote, two upvotes, a couple yeah. comments. We had 45 upvotes. We had 50 comments, almost all negative, which means we had 100 upvotes and 50 downvotes. And it's like navigating those waters is, is the like the emotional side of it that I never realized. And I and I can't go on the Internet and argue with everyone. You know, I'm you know, you want to you want to, like, just reach through and strangle people. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you have to hold back. I can relate to what you're saying 100% because people see this as not a couple of guys that are making a product. They see it as, that's a dumb thing. Yeah. I'm going to tell that dumb thing how dumb it is. Right. And yes. then you're like, I'm not, but I'm not a dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm a human, and that makes me sad. Nothing is worse on Reddit than the little red 
inbox notification mm-hmm. at the top where it's like, up, oh, someone has said something terrible to me on the internet. Yes. Let's see what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, and, and that's the, those are the things that we just, I, you know, I, I, Mike told me the idea and instantly I'm like, that's unbelievable. I love it. And I just assumed everyone would have the same reaction. And then on top of that, okay, maybe you don't like it, but to see the other side of it, it's just been very eye opening. Like why, Okay, I understand you don't like it, but but why hate it? You know, so <laughs> maybe had- maybe they had something stolen. Maybe they are package thieves. Who knows? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a it. great angle. There you go. But those if you're, you're going to be package. a good package thief, though, you got to buy one. You got to back it so you can learn how it works, so you can right. scam it. That's yes, the, right. I, I should yeah, not how, be encouraging theft. How do you this. beat the package guard? Yeah, it seems like it's actually pretty easy. You just run. I think is what the solution yeah. is, and yeah. that you take your license plate off first or something. Yes. like that. Sorry, yeah. I, I should just beep all that out. I'm sorry, guys. I just undermined your product in one. It's um, it's pretty interesting though when when you start watching the videos of all of the you know if you go to Live Leak or you see any of the news stories like people are literally just following UPS trucks down the street like it's yeah, it's and it's very walking. blatant and the UPS drivers like I'm not trying to get injured today at the job I'm just trying to deliver packages and go home like there's no you know it's 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 that aggressive and so the most they should do is for their own personal safety is just call the police. That's like the most that you can yeah. expect for them to do, I suppose, because yeah. I don't want well, the UPS guy fighting the person that's stealing well, packages. remember that UPS driver doesn't go home until his truck is empty. Yeah. You know, and this is uh, some of the stuff I've kind of learned, you know, through my my life as a, a, a business owner and working in the delivery industry. Like, the, you know, it's not that they don't, it's not that the UPS or post office guy want your package to get stolen, but they also want to get home. Yeah. And if they have to spend three hours, you know, waiting for a police to show up, uh. you know, so you have, you have a lot of parties that are just, you know, kind of turning a blind eye to this gigantic problem. Yeah. Because, I mean, because there's no effective system for policing it right now. No. You can't have a cop going out with every delivery truck. Oh, my God, no. Or, or you have to use the an Amazon locker where you go actually pick it up. And what's, I mean, I hate to say this, but we're, again, such a FOMO culture, such a fear-missing-out culture that we can't have to make another stop to get our shiny thing that we ordered that we don't need. Like, it's right. like... You, and well, for most of us, I mean, you're obviously Mike getting packages that are going to someone else that are for yeah. a great cause. But <laughs> for me, when that stupid thing that I, when my Honeywell air purifier that I can't wait to turn on to get the cat dander out of the air shows up, <laughs> I don't want to have to drive somewhere else to go pick it up. That's the whole point of my Amazon Prime membership. Right. Yeah, well, you absolutely. know, in, in my background, too, being, you know, I, I worked in the medical uh, delivery industry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had to devise a product for doctors in doctors' offices. If you if you if you see these little milk boxes with a little lock on it, okay. that's because you know the doctors the office can't wait until someone shows up. So they had to make a box. They had to that industry had to create something, and you know it would be uh, it wouldn't be feasible to have every person have that. So so let's let's think of something different. And well, what's interesting, and I don't know how this will affect your guys' decision making in the future, but as soon as I saw this, I started thinking, how could I do that better? Like, that's what immediately goes on in my mind. And I'm like, there's got to be some sort of system where, like, you leave it unlocked and then they drop the box in. And then as soon as it closes, it seals. And then no one can even see there's a package. And all you have to have is all the space on the porch to be able to have that box or whatever. And it's like, got to be bigger than the biggest thing that you would ever order. And then I'm like, well, crap, that's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Do you expect the industry to push back at you to try and make this better? Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to make it better. I mean, we're going to listen to customers and we're going to, you know, talk to people and, you know, people are going to you know send us hate mail or whatever and we'll make it better but but yeah i mean there's there's alternatives of course you know you like you say you can leave it a lot of people have to ship to their offices but some offices don't like you to do that yeah. i mean so you get the amazon locker or you ship it to the ups store which is a horrible experience because you got to end up go to the ups and stand in line to get that so yeah. there's not great ones the boxes are the best in my opinion the best alternative 
but they're expensive and they're big. Yeah. And and they you, like you said, you can't put the big box in that box because most people don't want to buy that big of a box because it's too <laughs> expensive. It's you know, were talking about four, five, six, seven hundred, sometimes a thousand dollars for those boxes. And it also depends too on what you're getting delivered. I, you know, I feel like you know, if I was getting a laptop delivered, you yeah, know, I, I probably would opt into uh, an Amazon Locker. You know, I'll go down to Seven Eleven pick it up for the locker. But if it's a book and it's worth eight bucks, do you really want to make that extra stop? And and then the worst thing is getting the notice on your door. Oh, you missed it. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. dummy, you can't get it today. So like, I wonder, like tomorrow. You know, like, you know, what if the top of the package card also says like, you know. You know, sign. You know, we waive the signature as well. So now you avoid those those notices. That I mean, my wife orders from uh, Amazon and and bunch of websites. She never shops in person, and so every day I come home to notices on the door, and then on the weekend I have to go with her to Kent to the FedEx facility to pick yeah. it up. It's it's you know it's it's a broken system, and this is just one small piece of maybe we can make it a little better and then keep improving it. You know, because that's the that's the fun part. This is just version like zero point one. I saw a thing uh, someone posted on their door today. It made me think of you guys, actually. It's like um, they posted a note on the door with 20 bucks stapled to it. Really? And it said, hey, UPS or whatever guy, please leave my package here. If it needs to be signed for, just forge this, right? And they wrote their signature on the bottom. Maybe this 20 bucks will help make this successful or whatever. And I'm like... (laughs) I mean, first of all, hopefully it's a joke. I'm hoping that someone's yeah, not yeah. dumb enough to actually do that. But at the same time, that's how bad people want their stuff to get dropped off. And if you want it that bad and you get home and it has been delivered and it's not there, I can only imagine the heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and it's not that, you know, it's not just a, like Justin said, it's not just a book. Sometimes it's a Sometimes it's a keepsake from your grandmother that... You can't replace. And that person who steals it, I can only imagine they tear open the box and go, like, what the hell is this? this? Yeah, right? they and they just throw it away, right? Uh, they just throw, no, there's no value to them, right? So these these things that, that are getting stolen that just have no value except for the receiver. And that's the stuff that you just you can't replace. And, and I would spend hundreds of dollars to protect that. Yeah. And it's – but it – it just it doesn't make sense to do it like you know there's no way to protect it there is just really no method right now to do that that's that i mean i'll say it, no convenient way yeah to right it. because i can take half a day off work and make sure i'm home in the delivery Absolutely. window like i would have to if the cable installer was going to come out in this sure. eight hour window that's impossible but uh <laughs> but at the same time like no then when's the, what's the value of that? Your time right. is money, also. So it's like there's got to be a happy medium, and I feel like it might be the package guard. Yeah. Here, I think so. I think we're close. Like Justin said, this is version one. We've got you know we've got other ideas, and we're learning stuff constantly. That you know cameras, and there's some really interesting stuff that we can do once this gets uh, used in uh, in larger volumes. Yeah, just get more data points and more. Yeah, uh, like like the text. I mean, there's just some really interesting stuff that we can do that that I think the. Um, I, I know other people have thought of this idea. I think I'm just the stupidest one that actually did it, right? <laughs> so, so uh, it's not a rocket science, you know. It's not rocket science technology we're using here, uh, which is the great thing about it because there's no real risk in producing it. Like, I'm not worried about manufacturing it because it's not hard. Yeah. It uh, granted, and, and with 3D printing, you can really do the number that you want. Yeah. I mean, I could do I could do short runs and and large scale runs both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Okay, yeah. so tell us where we're at with the Kickstarter. What like what the window is for it? What the uh, this will come out uh, after we have recorded it. So um, tell us like what the window is on this and what you're hoping to get. Yeah, so the Kickstarter finishes on April eighth. Okay, um, and um, so we'll you know knock wood. You know, we'll be successful. Yeah, uh, I think we will be. I mean, we're you know we're tracking right at about a hundred percent. I think we're like sixty some percent today. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, we'll we'll get there. Uh, once that's done, 
then we're going to create a couple more versions and then uh, you know head to the manufacturing we'll be we'll be shipping these probably late september at the latest yeah the, the goal is to have it uh ready to go for next holiday duh i didn't yeah, even think right. about that like yeah it's, you got to got it oh yeah it'll be huge because that'll be, be that's a big opportunity to yeah prove we can't it's waste worth. that yeah 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 <laughs> I mean we want to be they, we want to have it out in full force by you know o- late October because that that we're that season is I mean they literally ship six hundred and thirty million packages between Thanksgiving Day and the end of the year that's two for every person in America yeah right six hundred thirty million for one package thief yeah <laughs> king so, of package thieves That's yes incredible. yeah so they uh yeah there's a lot going on those last six weeks of the year what's the what's the package guard going to send me back on your kickstarter we're still not completely positive but it's going to be a, probably a 50 to a 60 dollar item right right now we had we had some early um i think we had uh 30 and 40 dollars all those are gone yeah. uh, we're at the 50 dollar uh, level now cool. but uh you know, the goal is to to get it into stores for a price, you know, that's going to make sense for people. You know, it can't be $200 and and, yeah. and we can't make it for five. So it's got to be yeah. that range where it's going to make sense and it's it's durable, it's, it's waterproof. You know, it's something that, you know, ideally is going to last you a few years. You're not going to need to upgrade it, you know. And, yeah. if, and like you said, if it's if it's the Internet of Things, you can update the software mm-hmm. in it someday yeah. via your Wi-Fi at your house mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, we'll so. be uh, we'll be able to upgrade the firmware and things. Uh, yeah, it's really simple, and and uh, you know we it's battery operated. It takes four double A's. Those last somewhere between six and nine months, obviously depending on how much it goes off. Um, yeah, so I mean you can. It, it's honestly like Justin said. There's reason. No, there's no reason why it should wear out because it's just two pieces. It's a top and a bottom. Uh, it's waterproof. I mean. It's not like a, it's not going to be beat up right yeah. that much. I mean, it's not going to do anything. It's going to sit there. Yeah, and it's just boxes. Boxes are you know cardboard. I've had the same scale in my bathroom for six years. Like yeah. it's like a, same concept. I, I try to stay off of it, but yes. at the same time, like, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now I need to know: Does either of you have a pet? I'm, Two cats. I'm going to need somebody to put a cat onto this thing and send it a picture to me because I just think that's hilarious. So if you yeah. could do that for me, that would be awesome. wonderful. I'll, I'll put one of uh, one of our cats on it. They, they would it, love to sit there. It's literally on my, my list of viral marketing videos that I'm be working on. It's just cats <laughs> rolling all over, little kitty cats. <laughs> Look, you can get this thing. And then when your cat leaves, it'll set the bell off and then you can hear yeah. it. So, so one of the things that we're doing right now is um, uh, my wife and I have, have went all, and maybe some people have seen us, but we've been driving around going in stores and taking pictures of this device sitting with other products because we ship everything. We sh- literally ship everything. Yeah. I mean, so if you go to a, 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 the Package Guard Instagram account, you will see the Package Guard sitting next to rubber ducks, uh, underwear, uh, fish at the market, fish at the market. I mean, y- 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 everything comes in the mail. Everything comes now. in the mail. Yeah, it just that's everything comes in the mail. Let me tell you, my friends at Best Buy, not too excited about this product. This uh, this product, I don't <laughs> think, but. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Okay, guys. Well, it's uh, through the 8th. So even if you're listening to this after, if you go back in time because it's the internet and it's timeless, if you Mm -hmm. go back and listen, make sure you check out thepackageguard.com. Uh, ideally shipping in September of 2016 before the holidays. This is a super cool product, and it really is just the size of a Frisbee, maybe a little <laughs> taller, sitting here on the counter, and that's the prototype, and that's, as we know, always gets worked out. And yeah. With a PlayStation, it becomes the slim, and it becomes a smaller packaging and like yeah. a, better to fit on your shelf, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, we're, we've talked about doing this. You can do it in all shapes and sizes. I mean, we don't have to do it in a circle. And a circle is, is nice, but we can do you know rectangles, larger rectangles. I mean, that 
we can kind of do whatever you want. It's a top like, and a bottom. It's totally a top and a bottom, man. So <laughs> all you got to do, so if like you have a weird space or something like that, maybe they can even get you to. <laughs> yeah, like we could maybe have maybe we have options right down the road that's like rectangle or whatever. Mike and Justin, thanks so much for coming in today, guys. Thank you. been listening to so you're in seattle with gregor follow him on twitter at gregor 1077 and find more episodes online at 1077theend.com so you're in seattle is a burrito butt production yeah you're a good dog chowder this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.